everybody. Welcome to Don't Make Me Come Back. They're a funny podcast about family. Uh, my name is Dustin Nickerson. I am a stand-up comedian and the host of this podcast, and I'm here with Stephen English. That's your cue, Stephen oh, English. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was adjusting levels on the wrong channel, but Who that's me. Also a comedian and a budget producer of, you know, like a, he's, a, he's on a, but uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm He's like the, the type of producer you get on a budget. Value meal. You are a Holiday Inn Express. That's <laughs> what you are. And and that's okay. It's a nice day. Hey, some people got to, yeah. Um, when I say we, you know, we are, here we are, here we are recording our podcast, what I mean by that, of course, is that we are in a parking garage. Yes. In Steven's car. Yes. On his lunch break. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, forgive me because I do have it's noon, so I do have some, you know, just woke up voice. This is the first time I've talked today. <laughs> uh, but Stephen's on his lunch break selling escrow for your mom, which yeah. I don't. You don't sell escrow. You don't sell escrow. I know. Yeah, no. I know. It's you know very little about my life. And it's it's a uh, it's a character that I play. <laughs> I act like I don't know. About you act like you don't know or don't care and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, I just have a perception yeah. to put out. Uh, Coronado. Or uh, how is it officially pronounced? Coronado. Uh, Coronado. Coronado. <laughs> mine sounded like Trill a, that. Mine sounded a little bit like a <laughs> offensive Japanese. A Coronado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you sound like Mickey Rooney and uh, <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's. Have I told you the bonsai tree story before? No. Have I told you that before? Me and uh, Zoltan were doing spots in L.A. and Ventura over like a four or five week er, night run. And it was Mother's Day was coming and we saw a guy selling bonsai trees yeah. on the side of the road. And we're like, oh, this would be great for my wife and for your mom. We'll get the Mother's Day thing. And we realized like, you know, like I'm not there's no there's no racism here. I'm whatever. I'm, I'm woke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like aggressive. I'm listen. I won't let my kids marry their own race. <laughs> I'm <laughs> for the verboden. I'm as woke as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we realize like just this hint of inappropriateness and like little just mild amount of uh, you know stereotype and old tropes is we couldn't say the word bonsai. In like a non-offensive way, <laughs> it was just so fun to say because yeah. it was this old Japanese man who was selling these bonsai trees out of his van. Yeah, and he but oh bonsai, <laughs> and he would say it like that, oh, bonsai tree. And then there was a little one, and he's like, well, baby bonsai. <laughs> and so for four days, Sultan and I would just go oh, bonsai, <laughs> oh, bonsai. I like to imagine that dude was actually Filipino, and he was just like he was also doing the character. <laughs> but he's a good salesman. <laughs> he's just like you know what I gotta lean into this. <laughs> yeah, he's really. born in Glendale. Anyways, that's not a hey, Coronado is not. Not like that. Coraline is just this is like this is the rich island community. Yeah. That's like let's drive golf carts. Yeah. Which is a little much. Yeah. And I just to be clear clear, I do not live here. No, you work <laughs> here. I have to leave. They they have a siren. You sell these people their escrow. And every time at sundown you have a siren. You, they uh, the normies have to leave. Everyone under forty and <laughs> yeah. of not a certain Racial and/or socioeconomic yeah. demographic. Get out. That's very funny. Uh, I actually really like it out here. Except this is where my daughter got stung by that stingray. Yeah, and a very helpful lifeguard. Yeah. <laughs> 
so thank you for tuning in to this episode. Yeah. Uh, we have a really fun one today yeah. with uh, Trenton Davis. Uh, Trenton is a stand-up comedian, a uh, real road dog, real guy who's just out there doing it, and a guy that uh, I've known for a while. You can follow him on the socials at Trenton Comedy. And, uh, you know, he's we have a, some of these conversations that we have – you know, my goal in these conversations is to talk to people about what they want to talk about. Yeah. And so if we can talk about family things, fantastic. Um, and what you've probably already noticed if you've been listening for any amount of time is comedians love talking about comedy. Yeah. Uh, because we're narcissistic, and that just means we're talking about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this one is one of those where we talk about chasing dreams and yeah. balancing a family life and comedy and road gigs and... Uh, you know, Trenton is a guy who can definitely tell stories, um, you know, in that you'll get to know him a little bit of his story of uh, uh, with his daughter and being a comedian and working the road and all that kind of stuff. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Trenton. A couple small little things of business that we need from you guys, uh, our listeners. One is we need a name for you guys, for the listeners, for the listeners. I don't know. There's nothing like uh, one of my favorite podcasts is Pete Holmes. You made it weird. He calls them the weirdos. Sure. You know, the WTF. He has a bunch of different ones for that. Uh, it, but like, I don't, we, I don't, the don't make me's or. <laughs> <laughs> the don't make me sounds like a 60s, like psychedelic, like <laughs> surf band. <laughs> Donnie and the don't make me's. That's not bad, actually. <laughs> the don't make me's, the uh, the don'ts. Uh, you know, it's it's. There's, I don't. There's not an obvious one there. No. But I believe in you guys. So yeah. tweet at us at don't make me come back there. Message us on Instagram. I'm at Dustin Nickerson, and send us emails. Don't make me come back there. Gmail dot com. We do listen and respond to those and read those and. Like, for example, a, a good amount of you said you want another episode with Vicky Barbalek. We're doing recording another one with her next week. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye out for that. So we need a name for you guys. So give us a name. Also, we release episodes every Tuesday, and we are going to release an episode on Christmas. However, uh, we want to do a little bit different of an episode where uh, you guys just send Stephen and I questions. Uh, holiday questions or things you want to talk about or stories or about us or, or they can be uh, funny holiday stories that you guys have that we can just uh, laugh about and share. We want it to be a little more of a communal thing. I don't have a name for you guys, so I don't know <laughs> what, to, what to even call you. Yeah. But it'll be uh, down the road. Sometimes we will just have episodes with just Stephen and I, and this will be our first one on the day of our Messiah's birth, uh, 1225. Yep, that's a car you hear in the parking garage, probably, <laughs> because, again, we are in a parking garage. So send us those over the next two weeks, and uh, we will release that episode on Christmas Day yep. to give you something maybe kind of therapeutic as you drive to Christmas happy and sad away because you fought with your parents or <laughs> whatever. Now, Stephen, you had uh, there's been some rains in down here. Yes. And you had some flooding. For the second year in a row, my house is flooded to two different spots. And you own this house. I own this you house. You bought that and the escrow. Yes. And there was <laughs> Do you have flood insurance? No, no. Bro. I didn't realize that until after. And, I, and you know, it's funny is that when flood my house. Flood me once. Flood, shame, shame on, on you. you. Flood me twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shame on everyone else. Shame uh, on, on do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty intense. I had to do. Sand, I mean, there's water past my ankles. In the oh. front yard and in the side yard, and I had to sandbag 
my wife was in the kitchen and she's like, I was in the bedroom just like where scrolling. she belongs. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's no other you space yeah, in my yeah. house. You can't you can only be in the kitchen <laughs> or in the be- bedroom because our house is so small. So she was in there and she starts. She's like, hey, get, get over here. Get over here. And I thought it was like a spider. You know, I thought it was something yeah. goofy. And then. I'm like, I ignored her for a solid 30 seconds. Finally, I went out there and she's like trying to bail this water out. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, uh, I should. So here's a yeah note for all the husbands out there. Listen to your wife. Yeah, absolutely. Listen to your wife. Because even if it was a spider, maybe it was a. Did you know, the food get ruined? One. Did anything go wrong? No, it was pretty. It was maybe only like a, an inch into the, okay. the, front, the front part of the house. Well, even if it would have. I think your food would have been okay because if I understand correctly, ever since they became a sponsor, you keep all of your food in munchy mugs. Every ounce. <laughs> Every ounce, every grain of rice, everything <laughs> is in the munchie Ketchup mug. Ketchup is in the munchie mug? Now, I don't know if the munchie mug is uh, flood-proof, but I do know that it is spill-proof. It is spill-proof, yeah. And it has a soft little thing at the top yeah, there. Yeah, two layers of overlapping little. fabric. Absolutely, yeah. so you're not going to cut your hand. It's BPA-free. Mm-hmm. This is the best uh, no-spill cup on the market. By folks. far. Uh, and if you guys order through us, you go to the website and you type in "Don't Make Me." Yeah, uh, you get twenty five percent off of your order, mm-hmm. and you get free shipping. So check that out, guys. You have some time before Christmas to go get yourself a munchie mug, and you will save some money. And if your house floods, your food will be safe. <laughs> I don't think that Kathleen at Munchie Mug will approve of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't sign off on that. But I can say I work for them, and I've go- I've worked for them at from baby shows. And I'm telling you, check out it on the website. The minute people look at it and they see what what the design is, yeah, you're gonna know it's the best munchy mug snack the cup best out there. Spill proof cup there is munchymug.com. Sure. So check that out. Uh, how is uh, how's the general December for you? Oh yeah, before I get San Diego listeners, uh, 12:28. I'm gonna be headlining at the Comedy Palace. Uh, I need you guys to come out to that. We have two shows at 7.30 and 9.30, mm-hmm. so make sure you come out to that. Also, for you folks out in Wisconsin, I'm going to be in Appleton, Wisconsin, January 3rd through 5th So uh, at Skyline Comedy Club. So those are some upcoming comedy uh, headlining dates you guys need to come to. But in general, so you guys got through Thanksgiving. What are you doing for, for the holidays? Uh, nothing. When we're staying in town. What do you guys celebrate? Because the dance Jew, the the half and half. No, I mean my mom. My mom is my mom is is part Jewish, but she, she's not. Okay, you're not double. You didn't do. We're like not double the, dipping. We're no. not doing Hanukkah. No, we're not double dipping. Now or nor are we doing Kwanzaa. We're just <laughs> doing straight. Cr- you have the option. Straight Christmas, just straight Christmas, Christmas. all the time. Cricket miss. Cricket it's a discount one. You can <laughs> get it for the month rate. Cricket wireless. Yeah, just doing just straight Christmas. Okay. Do you, what do you do? You staying home? Yeah, we're gonna go to my probably go to my mom's house. I mean uh, the. My one brother lives in Northern California. He's not coming down, so just the one okay. one brother with a baddest nephew. So that's gonna be fun. Oh, he's got the bad kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? He can lay the sandbags if you guys flood again. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Hey, we got some work <laughs> for you to do. Well, uh, I am happy to report to everyone. Uh, well, and this is good news, bad news. Uh, for many of you guys know, one of our uh, sponsors is is the rec center that I used to work at. Yeah. Gym that I attend. Yes. Salvation Army Croc Center in Sandy, Central San Diego. Uh, we are doing the Maintain Don't Gain, which is between Thanksgiving and New Year's. You don't put on any weight. You don't, yeah. have, you don't have to lose any weight. Just stay <laughs> the same, Nickerson. I'm up one pound. Yeah. Which, considering I've been on the road for most of that. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Only as this is this is why I love this gym. This is why I love this rec center. Uh, it has fun like 
like uh, it's not like some of the gyms. This was a, a point of contention with me of like some of the gyms are like way too loose on your quote unquote fitness goals. Sure. They're like the one they're like, here's some pizza. You're like, OK, now I understand <laughs> what you're doing here, but yeah. this is bad. Right. But be reasonable, you know, and that's what I like about the Croc Center. It's one of like it's a good like, you know. No judge zone. You got some people in pretty good shape. You got some seniors. It's like value, good rates. You yeah. know, all the facilities are there. The pool is there. Uh, they have things like uh, like the play care option, which is like you can check your kids in uh, while in for 90 minutes while you go work out and play basketball. Okay. Pools, not like overnight. I said, I, no, not overnight. Okay. <laughs> no, that's the camp. <laughs> but they do have uh, day camps during the summer there that you go. can send in most of the day. Boom. So there you go. Uh, also, they have the ice arena. Uh, church, uh, they've got stinking, uh, just all different birthday party rentals. It's an amazing facility. Uh, you can go to sd.crockcenter.org and check out everything that they have to offer. And again, the only, um, uh, realistically the only gym in America you might see me at. So yeah. <laughs> plus or minus. Yeah. I don't know if that's good. I don't know if there's someone who is like a fan in Riverside that's like, I'm joining. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming down five like days a, a week. A pilgrimage, yeah. Yeah, you will see me there swimming most mornings. Yeah. By mornings, I mean 1 p.m. <laughs> and I mean most. <laughs> a Nickerson morning. Yeah, most being the yeah. mornings that I am not on the road. <laughs> but you're a lot this month. All right, we got to go. You got to go back to work. Yeah, I got to get this. <laughs> Esco's not going to sell themselves. All right, thank you, guys. All right, see you guys. Bye-bye. Trenton Davis. Hey, what's up, Dustin Nickerson? How are you, my friend? Oh, I am good. Yeah. I'm tired. From? Um, This is a perfect way to start this uh, <laughs> Excellent. Podcast. I have my daughter uh, every Tuesday and every other weekend. Okay. And so today is obviously Tuesday because right. we're doing the stats. Pew, pew, pew. You should have brought her, man. It's an all-age show. Uh, yeah. I, mean- <laughs> I can't have her out until... No, one yeah, and, you know, you're still trying to be a good a good father i'm trying my yeah. hardest and so um and so what that means is i have a day job you know that i still got mm-hmm. my day job i grab her at noon mm-hmm. and we do non-stop whatever from noon until 6 p.m what'd you do today um so today today was a little different because today i had to do a lot of day job work right so i went to this play place called love to play okay that has a uh has wi-fi and I commandeer two tables. Yeah, this is the ultimate parent hustle move. It is, dude. Yeah. She had a ball because she has, it, it was no screen. It wasn't like I said, hey, sit here and watch my iPad for four hours. Right. No. All right, we went in. We got food. We didn't get there till 2 because okay. I had to just run around. We got in at 2. She found a friend by 2.03. <laughs> is, and, she, is she social? Is she oh, like that? So, oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> She's like, Daddy, I need a friend. I'm, I'm going to go make a friend. Hi, I'm Harlan. And, and so she You're ran. like, not that friend. Yeah. Not that one. You need to be a little more selective. Well, it's, it's cool now because at least for now, they're all boys. Okay. Yeah, they're all boys. And so... Um, so she was there, and literally, like, the owner was super cool. He let me lo- plug in, and he gave me his the personal Wi-Fi to uh, the business account. You got the good Wi-Fi. You got the good <laughs> Wi-Fi, the A-plus Wi-Fi. And I knocked out work for a strong two and a half hours. Understand, when I work from home, what I do in two and a half hours is equivalent to somebody else's eight-hour day. Sure. Yeah, you're just crazy productive. You're just productive, yeah. right? Yeah. And so that was... How about you, man? How was your day? Good. Good. It was... Um... What was today? Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, I, I had a rare show last night. I don't usually do Mondays, but Monday had Madhouse had a show last night. So I got home a little later and then I had to do radio for my show in Green Bay this weekend. Okay. So 
you know, I had to get up at 6 a.m. and like be on. Oof. And uh, the, the radio guy's like, hey, you sound a little tired. I was like, bro, you know it's 6 a.m. <laughs> it, you know, you know, you're, you know how time zones work. Yeah. And you know comedians operate on vampire hours. Yeah, just- so I did that, and then anytime you're going back to sleep, it's just not the it's same. It's not the same. Yeah, I wanted to dive into, you know, I think that a lot has been said of the Malcolm Gladwell, the 10,000 hours, oh, yeah. the, you know, you'll become an expert in anything, yeah. you know, if you just dive into it. Yeah. That, to me, is severely handicapped yeah. when you throw children into the mix. And even though I have more kids yeah. uh, than you, I have... Um, I, I hope this doesn't come across as I have kind of a more traditional stable home, and then I, yeah. I have a wife who can watch the kids. Yes, I don't have days like what you said to me today, where you're like you know you're 100 percent in charge of the childcare on Tuesdays yeah. and every other weekend. Right, that aff- affects what you can do. That affects bookings. That affects you know the work that you can and can't do. Right, and uh, whether it's your day job or. Uh, you know, so my situation is different, yeah. but they're un- they're uniquely challenging in their own ways. A hundred percent. I would argue, and and this is going to sound a bit pessimistic. Keep in mind, I'm I'm out of a relationship just over a year, but we're still going through custody, so it still feels fresh. Mm-hmm. I'm not joking. I I said this the other day when I had my daughter for the whole weekend, and then I um I gave her to her mother on Sunday. I said if two parents, if two people can really get along co-parenting is the (laughs) because you get three or four days of break right right absolutely yeah imagine not imagine your wife getting three days every week of break Oh yeah! Imagine how she if how, she listens to this. We're getting a divorce because <laughs> she. <laughs> it's just, you're like selling a commercial to I, her right now. Imagine I'm, three to four days. I'm not selling a divorce. You know yeah. what I'm selling? I'm selling you guys staying married, living separately. <laughs> That's what I'm selling. Why do you have to get a divorce? Don't f- it up. Your sex life will be better. Do, I, I'm 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 not telling you to get a divorce. I'm 100 percent saying move out. <laughs> um, and I'm only half get a serious. Get a Maybe, duplex. Yeah, share a wall. What was that movie? It was a movie. Oh no, it was divorce. Where they're like the kids can't come upstairs on my day or oh, whatever downstairs. Funny. I or, never saw it. It was it was a show on HBO. Whatever. It's Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker after um, Sex in the City. Yeah. And it's actually pretty good. But well, whatever. My point is, dude, I'll get three days or four days with Harlan. And I don't love it. Mm-hmm. But now those three or four days, I'm I'm very focused. Like, I've, I don't take any shows. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if it's the weekend, I'm not doing my day job. A lot of times, I'll either leave my phone at home or cut my phone off. So I'm focused because I know I don't get another three days mm-hmm. for another week like 10 days Does that makes sense because yeah. it's every other week you're 100 percent in i'm 100 percent in but after those three days of 100 percent in i am exhausted <laughs> right and so then the next then i'll have monday off and then tuesday i get her again and then wednesday thursday friday blah blah, blah. so now i take bookings every other week mm-hmm. uh but those three days wednesday, wednesday thursday maybe the beginning of friday because normally i'm comedy are it feels good Mm. And it's I don't think it's any different than when married women say, honey, take the kids for a weekend and then you come back and they're re-energized. Yeah. Right. Refreshed. Yeah. Now, imagine being refreshed like that every week Mm -hmm. or every other week. Yeah, no, I think we're going to file. I think, <laughs> I, I, think <laughs> I think you've sold me. I'm not, um, I'm, I don't want to sell. Here's what I when you say it. 
I'm reminded of the folly of ever comparing circumstances because to your point, um, you know, you have your goals, you have your objectives, you have your desires, you have your dreams and you will make them work in your circumstance. Yeah. And not one circumstance is necessarily better. And sometimes the more challenging circumstance actually makes you better because you have to be more creative. You yeah. have to work harder. You have to, you have to sacrifice more for yourself. You're getting less sleep. You're yeah. getting, you know, sometimes when I talk to comics that don't have kids and I hear their life, sometimes I'll covet it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, how much sleep did you get? And yeah. you stayed out and, and you can, you can take gigs all the time. You don't have to say no to anything. You right. don't have to run this by any, you don't have any of these kind of concerns. And then at the same time, I'll look at mine. And I go, I think that, the challenges that I have, and I don't mean to refer to my wife and kids as challenges. Uh, <laughs> they are challenges. Uh, the the circumstances that the circumstances, I have yeah. make you kind of rise to the occasion and I, make you fun. You know what I mean by that? A hundred percent. And I think um, as we both try to be good dads, um, we learn this whole thing, life, right? This whole thing is a learning process. And so I'll, I'll be honest. Two years ago, when I was with my ex at the time, I wasn't good at balancing. Now, part of that was the relationship was bad, and I didn't want to be at home anyway. Mm-hmm. right? But now, because now I want to be with my daughter. I don't have to deal with the ball and chain of being with my ex. I can be <laughs> with my daughter without being with my ex. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I want to do that, and I want to do it well. And so we, we learn how to balance. Like both of us, you and I both this year starting a podcast. Yeah. And it's almost like that that part in uh, My Cousin Vinny was like, let me see what else you can pile on. <laughs> you got a day job. You got a wife. Let me, blah, not blah, enough. Blah, 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 not, not enough. enough. Yeah. Let me see what else I can possibly pile on. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we learn. And when you watch Kevin Hart interviews or any of these guys that are great and they have kids and all that stuff. You, you see their uh, their day starts at like 4 a.m., right? Mm-hmm. And, they're, and and I think that's what it takes. I really do. I believe it takes this level of saying and, and being committed to saying, when I'm with my wife, it's wife time. When I'm with my kids, it's Absolutely. kid time. Yeah. Now, with the wife and kids, yeah, we'll make an exception. Somebody goes to the hospital. So of course, birthday, yes. Absolutely. But let's say the other 80% of the time, we're focused. Mm-hmm. And I'm not perfect there. I'm not there yet, but it's, it's definitely getting got to get me there. Uh, being 40, when I look at somebody like Taylor Thompson, who's killing the game right now, um, I just say, well, I'm, I wasn't ready for that level of success at, 22, at 24, 24, yeah. yeah, whatever. She's I, a child star. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Oh, dude, I'd I would be drunk. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably be dead. You'd be Bieber in it. I, I, don't, would, I, yeah. I don't know. I'd live. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I think I'd be on crack and um, or or dead. Yeah. I really do. Because I think of I'd, the crack. Because of the crack. I'd probably or weigh something else. twenty pounds. <laughs> because be, of the crack. You'd be interviewing me like this. Oh, look at Trittany's. <laughs> oh, he doesn't look healthy, but he's very funny. He does very well. It's great. He's 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 dying of the crack. Yeah, yeah, of the hundred percent, man. I don't I don't know that I would have made it. Yeah. I really don't. I don't know. What I made. I, it doesn't it doesn't help in any way to compare you. No. Um, you have to look at your situation. You have to. And you know, I was talking to someone about that today. That, you know. For most of us, and I, I feel this more and more of my career, that it's less, and I think that this is true, whatever you're chasing, yeah. whatever dream you're chasing, whatever entrepreneurial goal that you have, it's, you don't punch through a wall. No. And then it's, and then you have your breakthrough. Yeah. It's, it's Andy and Shawshank. Yes. It's chipping. 
Oh, that's just a great. Chip. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. Just, what a nineteen years. Yes. And, and then and then you gotta crawl through five hundred yards of crap. Yes. And then maybe then maybe, maybe you out. get to Zay Watanayo. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> then maybe I, I I couldn't agree more. I, I mean, you know, it's I talk chip. about this dream all day long, mm-hmm. and we we have to our dreams ch- change. And I don't say you lose them, but they change as we get older. Mm. Like right. And and so now I I truly and I love what Kevin Hart is doing, but I don't know that I want the seven what the what it requires to make seventy seven million. <laughs> right a year yeah. i don't know that i want that, is, that that's like an imaginary number to me right it's, you just said a cabillion yeah. jillion <laughs> just, how much i want to make a cabillion jillion a year that's how much 77 million that's is. What it is yeah but and it can run out there's it, been plenty of athletes, people have ran out of that oh, amount of, of money but but now let me ask you this be 100 percent honest living in temecula right hmm. what can i truly not do and enjoy for five million a year yeah <laughs> That's all you want, just a measly. Five, I know that sounds like at a. Five, at five million, you could buy Temecula. Yeah, right. I think you would. <laughs> I you, could be the mayor. You, yeah. <laughs> but my point is, I can have whatever house I want for the most part. Yeah. My daughter's going to go to whatever private school or charter school. Mm-hmm. We're going to have really nice vacations. And that's what you pull right now, right? No. It's five mil. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm at. Uh, From laughs what is, in Tucson. What is 1% of that? <laughs> is it 50,000? Maybe yeah. I'm a little over 1%. That's of that. the best comedy condo story i've I've, have you have we told you that story oh you this is so (laughs) oh god side note let's just do this the last time trent and i worked together we did it was in tucson yes and uh they had a former manager there uh gary uh hoodie yes good dude great dude great dude comedy staple in arizona texas el paso yeah passed away in the comedy condo yes this is and, and listen let me say he didn't pass away like 20 years ago in the comedy condo he passed away like maybe like two months like november yeah, yeah. Like three months <laughs> like, ago <laughs> like his <laughs> was still in the condo <laughs> and it still is and when i go because I, I was there a couple months ago and yes. i was like these were his dvds yes yeah this was he he was there he watched balls of fury the ping pong movie <laughs> why is that there who watched who bought that it was like that's the I want the Christopher Walken ping pong movie. Somebody like Zoltan would buy that out of a out of a uh, thrift. No, you you would buy that out and of sell a thrift it. shop and sell it the yeah. following. Day. I did that that weekend. Yeah, you got a whole bunch of stickers. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was bartering. Uh, but the 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 great moment of that is and 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 God bless the staff there. They yeah. they you know they they kept that condo. Yes, and they want the comics to stay there. Yeah, and Drenton. I wouldn't say you refused. You opted out. Yeah, well. And the, the conversation that Casey, <laughs> the manager said, what's up? Trent, it's not, it's not a problem. He wasn't dead there that long. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if anybody ever hears this, uh, the management staff at Laughs is one of the best management staffs. Oh, in the I'll sing their praises. I, I love them. I've yeah. recorded my album there, right? Yeah, no, it's a great call. But, it, you know. And, and they're right. I know what they're saying. Yes. But it's just an amazing situation that is there any other career in the world where you would even be put in that situation no. where there's a condo that's a shared space right. and the manager also lives there. Yeah. I just like that he thought that the, the time was the issue. Yeah. Like as if he died and they ripped him out 20 seconds later, but like, it's fine. It's fine, right. 
Right. You know, but it's like it has to be an hour before it's haunted. <laughs> That's when the the spirit releases after an hour. That's the standard operating procedures on on uh, haunting a house. <laughs> Dude, it was weird. I, I stayed there. I didn't stay there the first night, and I stayed there the second night, and it was weird. I just went back. I was just there. It all runs together. I want to maybe Cinco de No, it's because Cinco de Mayo is this week. I don't know when. Oh, yeah. no, I don't know when. I, can't f- I don't know what I did last week. Yeah. yeah. But I was there, and it was great. Yeah, I was it's there. wonderful. And this is the thing, too. Yeah, I what, stayed there what, last time, what too. What Dustin's it was fine. not telling you is Dustin wouldn't stay in there. He's brought his family. Yeah. And so I, if you were there, <laughs> if I had another comic yeah. to talk to, and, and like we I won't beers, stay at any comedy condo by myself. You won't, really? No, 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 Why? no. Why? No. It just feels weird. I, uh, yeah, it's... it's. Uh, so what do you do if the if the feature doesn't stay there? Uh, I'll find, like, a, like a, I'll stay in a cheap hotel or uh, that's I've done that, but usually the cheap hotel or if I have a friend yeah. in that area, or like uh, or or like I'll do it one night, yeah, and then I'll sleep in the airport the night before I leave, really like that, and just just yeah, it's not just, for, it's, it's not, not for, for me. You. I'm not sleeping anyways if I'm there. I'm yeah. just sitting up, just like, hmm, is it gonna be a murder? Is yeah. it gonna be a, a comedy a, condo a possession? Is it gonna be a haunting? What's right. it gonna be for people that don't know? Comedy condos are typically the worst place. It's hard for me to put it because I don't want to throw comics under the bus. But listen, the comic that's in a comedy condo has not made it. Mm -mm. Okay? (laughs) So that means he or she is probably making less than 50 grand a year. Yeah. So and, and no shit, we're talking about ourselves. We're talking right about now. ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I've got some... three condos on the books in the next six months. I'm. Oh. Yeah. When those. I got condos... a Reno condo. Oh. I gotta, I please gotta... don't tell me it's, it's Reno Tahoe. It's Reno Tahoe. I got. I got a Nashville condo, which apparently Zany's is supposed to be a nice one. Yeah, Zany's is good. But it's uh Well, let me say this to you, um, Reno Tahoe. Yeah. Is not a condo. It's the guy's. It's second his house. Bedroom. Yeah. Gary. It... Yeah, I know. Have you uh, done it before? Yeah. Okay. I, it is. Look, it's his house. It is the worst comedy condo story I've ever had in my life. It's a new one, though. He moved. He moved. He moved. Oh. It's nicer. Is it? Yes. It was so. It was the one by the lake where it's, you sit. It's, it's not, not nice. It's, it's just nicer. nicer. <laughs> it's nicer. It was, uh, yeah, the first time I stayed there, um, and, you know, my man, if you're listening to this too, Wayne. Oh, he's not. Yeah, he he's the weirdest person I've yeah. ever met, <laughs> and he doesn't wake up until one in the morning. And yeah, he calls you. And Wayne, uh, he uh, that was same thing. Oh, we'll put you up in the condo, and then yeah. I got there, and he came home, and I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, and uh, it was uh, yeah, it was real, real dirty. There was a lot of dog. The dog kept coming in on my bed, uh, like in the middle of the night. It was the net. When I went into the condo, I'm going to tell two parts of the story because I don't care if I ever work there again. <laughs> I've made a decision that I don't. It was the it, condo, huh? That was that the uh, tipping point. Well, that and a little bit of him, but a he said it was a condo. I get there and it was so dirty. I immediately left and went to Walmart and bought cleaning supplies and cleaned it, <laughs> and didn't do a, a dent. I, no matter how much I worked on, I couldn't do a dent. Did he come in? Painted. I, 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 I tried everything. Yeah, he put he in a new kitchen says, cabinet. My, my cleaning lady uh, has been sick. I said she must be dead. Right? <laughs> She's not sick. <laughs> cleaning lady. She is dead. But it was so bad. I, I'm not making this up. So for the people that don't know, Reno from Temecula is every bit of 11, 12 hour drive. Oh yeah, it's a haul. It was so bad. I finished the Saturday show at 11 p.m. Drove home. I was on the road to get home by 12 p.m. Yep. I was like, I'm getting a. Yeah, I've done it. All right, same I, thing. You're it just wasn't like, worth it's it. It's not worth it. You know where I slept yeah. that night? I got all the. Way, I got about 
nine hours, got to a truck stop outside of Barstow, <laughs> and chose that over that condo. Believe in your dreams, people. Uh, <laughs> this, is what... <laughs> this is it, baby. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. This is because I think this is an easy segue. When you're doing that, is your mindset, oh my gosh, this is awful, this is terrible, what am I doing? Or are you able to romanticize it a little bit of saying this is the 10,000 hours, this is the grind, or maybe both? Um, three things. Okay. <laughs> And so both and one. Um, one, I think we have to learn to say no. Hmm. One of the hardest things for a feature comic to do is say no. But my manager said, Trenton, you know when you'll become a headliner? When you say no to feature dates. He said, if they can get you for 300, they're going to keep getting you for three. Right. Because there's so many. There's so The features are more of at a premium. Way. Yeah. Way more. Right. And so it's hard. It's and so it's hard to say no. It's hard for us to say no. We've been for at least nine years. We've been scratching and, and clawing to say yes. That we we've never got more yeses than we do bookings. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. we never right. And so, but eventually, you just to say no. So that taught me to say no. Um, B yes, I romanticize it and say one day I'll be on Joe Rogan's podcast and I'll tell yeah. this story. And it'll not be yet. Great. Now you're on my podcast. Now I'm on Dustin. <laughs> I'm moving up. <laughs> um, and and so I romanticize it, and then I don't know what the third. We said both. Oh, uh, and then uh, I, I kind of mixed the first two. Yeah. It teaches me something. Yeah. It teaches me something. I think you're right. I think yeah. that that's exactly what I do. Is I, you know, I've especially my first three or four years, I slept in so many airports. Yeah. And you're it's awful. And then, but even as you tell, you'll tell someone about it and they'll, you'll see kind of their admiration and respect for it yeah. and you'll go, no, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of that goes into as well, you know, the, the family thing of like, yes. uh, you know, when you, especially when you have a family, I mean, you are trying to maximize your net dollar yes. on the road. Yes. You're rolling into town and you're buying, I go to Subway and I buy two Roasted chicken breast footlongs, yes. and that's my next four meals. Yeah, for twelve dollars. Yes, you know, yes. because I have to maximize Dude, the net dollar that on you're my way br- home. Bringing on, Dude, is it me? Comic? No, I know it's not me. All of us. We've gotten used to if the club feeds you, we have switched it to now. I can do. I can go off one meal a day. Mm-hmm. Right, and the club yeah. gives me is going to. So rather than wake up at nine, yeah, I'll wake up at one. <laughs> I can eat because it. it's closer to dinner it's time. Closer to dinner time, I can eat at two thirty three. By the time eight thirty nine o'clock comes, I can yeah. have that second meal. So I've only paid for one meal. If the club feeds you, I will roll into that town. I will buy a thing of oatmeal, yes, and a thing of frozen blueberries, yeah, and that's all my breakfast. And then the club eat, and so I've got all my meals, yeah. For four dollars, and, and that's our life. And I'm still losing money but, if but, I'm featured. Yeah, yeah, we are. But you know what? I say I I do, and I really believe this. Th- at least for me, having a child, I'm glad, quote unquote, whatever that means. I haven't made it before she's old enough to acknowledge what making it means. Because mm. I want her to see, not that she's ever with me on the road. I want her to see the difference. Yeah. Does that make sense? I want her to see the difference. I want her also to realize. That chasing your dream doesn't stop at graduating college. Mm-hmm. We never talk about this, and I need to make this into a joke, and I promise I'm not on this. <laughs> no, work it out. I don't care. Um, we need more people that are motivating 20 to 60-year-olds mm. than we do people that are motivating high school students. Mm. How many how many motivational speakers do we have, and they're always going to high schools? Yeah. 
right? Yeah, it's pretty much just Gary V. He's We're, the only one out there doing it. Right. <laughs> yeah. right? We need people talking to, and I really say 20, but I, I would say 30 to 60. Mm. Right. Right. 30 to 60. And nobody's. And this is sad. Nobody. 30 to 60 is the time that more people quit on their dreams. They quit on themselves and nobody does it out loud. But it's little small things. It's you know what? I'm just going to go from doing. I know a guy. I'm not going to say his name, but he he was in a band and he was like, yep, I have my daughter. I can't do it as much, man. I'll do it a little bit when I can. And then I asked him about it. I hadn't done it in a while. You're slowly quitting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting when I talk to people about that a lot too they'll use that excuse like oh you know i got the kid and i got the job and i'm just looking at them like all right well i guess i guess you just don't want it that much you can say you want it yes you know but there's no getting around that it's a pay your dues industry it's a put in the hours industry even the people that fast track i mean they still grind somewhat you know there's no complete shortcut and if they do then they lack in some way look if you read the book comedians it said you you either do it on the front end or you do it on the back end. <laughs> yeah. But either way, you're going to do yeah. it, right? And I, we've both seen those people. I won't say a name. We've seen those people that they, are, they were already famous. Charlie Sheen, John Loves, blah, blah, blah. And they say, oh, I'm going to go into comedy. Mm. Jeremy Piven is the new one. I'm going to go into comedy. All right. You still got to do this uh, 15 yeah. years. Yeah. You try to do it on the front end or do yeah. it on the back. I'd rather do it on the front end. Yeah. That's part nobody of re- knows me. Oh, yeah. That's part of the reason I was glad uh, Blake Griffin got traded because those were just factory spots he was taking. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I never saw him with a dad. <laughs> I know. He was fine. Yeah. But he's famous. Yeah. It's a different animal. It's a different animal. People know. Like, I would go sit and I was like, that's Blake Griffin. I'm going to yeah. watch that. And I'm a comedian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'd be into that. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that, and I think that every career is like that. Chris Rock has not been the number one comic in the U.S. any one year in the last 20 years. Really? But he's been in the top 10 or 20 every year in the last 20. Yeah. Right? I would argue you give me top 20 for 20 years, 30 years. Mm. I want that kind of longevity, right? Right. Well, I'm the top guy. Because even Eddie Murphy was top. Now he's been done for 20 years. Yeah. Right? Uh, Chris Tucker was the top. Now he's done for 15 years. Mm Mm-hmm. Cat Williams, and, I, and I'm naming black comics, but right. same thing, right? Dave well, I Cooker. think it speaks to what your goals are. You know, the because Chris Rock, to me, I, I don't know what his goal was when he started, you know, being in stand-up comedy. Right. But, you you know, whatever people's goals, people have different intents. Some people don't want to be, take acting. Some people want to just be great actors to yeah. be famous and be on TV yeah. and get money and those kind of things. And other people just want to be great actors. Look at Gary yeah. Oldman. Gary Oldman, anyone in the acting world would Loves say he's the he's the best we have. Yeah, you know him and uh, there will be blood guy who wins all every time um, he does a movie. Um, Daniel Day. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Day Lewis. Day. Yeah, they win every time that he does a movie. They're like, all right, just give him the Oscar yeah, yeah. because he's so much better. Um, and their goals are very different. They're more recluses. They're not, right. you don't see them. They're not taking selfies on Instagram. That's so not speaking of that. What are your goals? Well, I mean, to speak candidly, I mean, I I want to be. When, you know, at the end of my career and Rolling Stone's doing list of who some of the best comedians are of all time, I want to be on that list. I want to be the best. Not the best, but I want to be because there's a certain level of uh, subjectivity. You know, we're like we're favorite. To me, Chris Rock is the best comedian of all time. Yeah, I think I think he exceeded his influences. I think his longevity. I think his material. It, it 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 just exceeded what was before him and exceeded his peers. Yeah. Uh, and the level of kind of truth that he was dealing with yeah. on so, and 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 you know 
going at every topic and every uh, gender and every race and, yeah. and just totally whatever, you know, it's kind of the truest sense of authentic comedy of this is my thought. And, and he kind of paved the ways for guys like Bill Burr who yeah. did the same thing. Yeah. So there's a there's a level of where you reach, you go, well, who's better Bill Burr or Chris Rock or Jerry Seinfeld. Well, at that point, it's just your, it's just uh, your, it's opinion. your opinion. It's just opinion at that point. I want to be in the point where everyone goes, well, that's just your opinion. Yeah. But objectively, yeah. we can say he's one of the greatest yeah. of all time. I love that. I love that. I'm going to say two things. All this time knowing you, I didn't realize that you and I both have the same favorite comedian. Because I, I thought I was the only one that thought Chris Rock was the best. And maybe it's because we're both dads. Yeah. I'm serious. Maybe it's because we're both dads, both, even though I'm not Because the big piece of chicken really resonates. <laughs> and right? That's all I guess is the big piece of chicken. I, I, my parents have been married 49 years, and I came from that space. Everything and watching Chris Rock to me, I watched him um, mature and 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 change and develop, hmm. and his comedy matured and changed. It was almost the Jay Z of comedy. Yeah, right. Yeah. And Jay Z's now talking about painting. He's rapping about paintings <laughs> and net wealth. Yeah. <laughs> this is the dude that was talking about big fences. He's talking about paintings and net, and that's yeah. what Chris Rock has done. Now he's even the the thing he did about divorce was so great. Oh my god, it's so good. I only I didn't go through a divorce. I went through a breakup. I don't even want to talk about my breakup stuff. I'm like, what am I gonna do? <laughs> what am I gonna do? He covered it. He covered it yeah. so well. That's to me like the same thing when like uh, like I've been wanting to do a bit on on gun control. Yeah. But then I'll go back and watch Jim Jeffries 20 minutes on. I, was oh. like, I think he covered it. What do you do? I think it's yeah, done. Yeah. The, I, <laughs> I think he just milked it. The, that's, the a, that's a dry thing, utter. I, it's like a Trump joke at this point. The only other thing we can do this is, is truly offer another a perspective mm -hmm. and an opinion and say, look, I don't I don't want this to sound like blah, 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 but it's just my opinion. Right. Right. Because I do think we still get to have an opinion. Sure. Of if course. Not, yeah. If not, we'll run out of time. I'm just saying he perfectly almost articulated my Your opinion. opinion. Yeah, yeah. And did it in a funnier way than I can. I was like, yeah. all right, well, time to move on. Yeah. You that's know? fair. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think that the reason that I uh, resonated with Chris Rock is because I grew up in a really diverse neighborhood, yeah. mostly white, black and Mexican and Chris Rock, by the time I was in junior and high school, was the only comedian that would bring everybody together. Yeah, yeah. Black, white, mix. Everybody would laugh. Yep. And, uh, you know, I understand that some people, you know, it's not for him because it's not clean or raunchy or whatever yeah. it may be. Like, uh, but it would make, you know, you know, kids who live in the same neighborhood but have completely different home lives and have completely different, you know, upbringings, yeah. even though we're in the same proximity, and we would all laugh and, you know. Seinfeld didn't cross that line right. that other people did. And that, to me, was what made him just kind of that greatest. This voice crosses all lines. I would agree. Who doesn't like Chris Rock? You know, I, and, I would agree. I, so, I couldn't agree more, man. Yeah, and he's another guy who, you know, like, you know, people forget that, you know, what he put, he was like 19 yeah. when Born Suspect came out. Which yeah, one was That it? was his, four, his first album. I think it was his first album. He was young. He recorded it in a club wow. in Atlanta. Yeah. You know, it was the mayor's on crack bit. Oh, mayor's on yeah. crack. You yeah. know, and it was the first time that crack became yeah. you know, the thing that yeah. he said. <laughs> mayor. Yeah. And, 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 and bring the pain was probably 10 years later. Yeah. And, what and was that's he? what I love about him is he waits. His yeah. last album before this Netflix, if you remember, was right before Obama was elected. Mm. That's all, because remember he, he had the joke about yeah, we ain't he, ready for a black president. He's not he's not rushing the no. every year the ever two year. No, guy, yeah. And and to answer that question about what do we want for a career, I think I'm going to be very specific. I want to have a high quality of life without giving up my privacy. Mm. So there's a medium. 
right? I no, don't want to be. That's not Kevin Hart. No, it's yeah. not. It's not Will Smith. It's more like Don Cheadle pre Iron Man. <laughs> pre Iron Man, Don Cheadle could be here. Yeah. He could be right here. We wouldn't even yeah, know. Like, right? That guy's kind of old to be in the crowd. <laughs> right. He's a younger crowd. What's yeah. that old guy doing here? Right? Don Cheadle's looked the same age for 25 years. 25 years. years. Too. He's like a Delroy Lindo. Yeah. You know him? Yeah. Same De- idea. Same thing. People don't know him. Yeah. People have no clue who he is. That's what I want, man. That's what I want. That I mean, I want to be able to make. It's not even a dumb amount in comedy. I want to make a jillion billion. No, I, I want to own Temecula. <laughs> how much? How much does? Because I know Joe Rogan is famous. I'm not saying he's not, but Joe Rogan still has a normal life. Probably less so now than he used to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Joe Rogan, that podcast is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, but my because comedy- my because my non-comedy friends talk to me about Joe Rogan all the, all time. the time, and a lot of time they don't even know he does stand up. No, that's fair. <laughs> you but know, my question is how many people outside of when he's doing a UFC event. Outside of when he does a UFC event, is he somewhere and people are just bugging him? Right. I, I, I mean, he talks. Yeah, about that's it probably so true. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, he's definitely not Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's not that level of. Yeah. He's not Aziz. Right. You know, right. wherever he goes, he's getting bothered. But there, I think that yeah, he is kind of at that level where. I'm, I'm sure he gets recognized a lot. I do, yeah. You know, but yeah. not constantly. Not, not con- uh, I guess my, I don't know what that number is, and I don't. I'm afraid to put it out there. Yeah. But fifty grand a show. <laughs> that's it that's all I want that's not a lot considering Kevin is doing a million a show that's insane that's, uh, you know <laughs> a you million pay what a the show. market will bear sometimes if you ever had an amount I'm, and this happens sometimes someone will pay you an amount I, I think it happened more like early in the career when someone would offer you like a hundred dollars and you'd be like I'm not worth that <laughs> <laughs> the idea of making a million a show over these dumb jokes that we do Can- and, 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 and sometimes you gotta go work out a new joke yeah yeah and get paid a million. I was like, you know, I felt. But I did last night. I did. I, I headlined Madhouse. And I was yeah. doing thirty, and uh, and it was like a fifty buck show or right. whatever. And which whatever fifty bucks on a Monday, I'm taking right. that. Yeah. And I felt bad at a couple points when he handed the check, and I was like, worked out some new ideas because I was like, oh no, no. this was a paid gig. I should maybe I shouldn't have done that. If there were a, if I was getting paid a million dollars, this how you have to, to look. take something from my stupid journal. No, 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 no. That's not. You're looking at it wrong. <laughs> and Dustin. like if I had a bit that missed for two minutes, I'd be like, I just got paid a hundred and fifty thousand dollars for, for that. that new joke to bomb. No, no. <laughs> uh, that, that's that, that's the generous Dustin way of doing looking at it, and that really explains his heart, people. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin. That is not the truth. You know what you're paying for when they give you a million a show? Those 9,999 hours that you didn't get paid. Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. they're paying for. He, Sleeping yeah. in an airport, eating oatmeal and blueberries. Uh, it's not a bad meal. I'm no, not, it's not a bad. <laughs> I'm not. He's I didn't mean porridge. it. I was going to say, you made it sound like I was just getting porridge out of the trash. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you're doing. The oatmeal, the, the airports, yeah, that's a terrible, terrible right. sleep. I hear you on that. And but. we. You and I laugh, but we talk about it, especially now with with the, uh, YouTube and, and and Instagram, blah blah blah. But literally, let's just let's just do this simple math. We we both go out, and we work hard, and we get five million followers, mm-hmm. right? Five million followers divided by fifty. That's roughly what is that? Uh, not a million a city. I I, I don't know what the I tuned is. out as soon as you start doing. Okay, math. my point is, <laughs> let's so we do you do because at that point you're only doing thirty shows a year. Yeah. Right? Doesn't seem like enough. Right? Well, I'm, I'm sorry, not 30 shows a year, 30 cities mm-hmm. a year, right? Let's do the math real quick. I just want to do this. I know this is boring, but we're going to do it. 30, so we're going to do 5 million followers, engaged followers, divided by 30 people. So that's 166,000. 
Now let's divide that by two, and that way we're saying we're doing 60 shows. So one show Friday, one show Saturday. Right. So it's 83,000. 83,000, right? So what we want out of this 83,000 is 10% to come to a show. So let's just say 8,000, and 8,000 people paid $20 a ticket. That's 160 grand you got. It's insane. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. We're not asking for a lot. Yeah. We're asking for 8,000 people, which is not the civics. It's a small, I mean, it's not small, but it's, again, we're doing one show Friday, 4,000, another show Saturday, 4,000. I think when you, um, the I'm, I'm interested in the money. I'm more interested in the following. Yes. And what you're talking about. Because yeah. what you've seen with... Um, you know, guys, um, what happened when you get the following, there's no more gatekeeper. That's it. We, you're truly an entrepreneur. Exactly. We're, we're still in the stage right now. And I, and I try and tell myself as I, you know, it's, I, I had a shift this year of, you know, I would set up my objectives for the year, new year's resolution. I want to get past at this club. I want to start doing this. I want to headline this many dates. I want to make this. And I would set that and I would start and I would get frustrated that I wasn't reaching those goals. Right. But what I started to realize is I was setting up goals that had nothing to do with me because they're gatekeepers that I can't influence. So now my goals have changed. Yeah. To be only the things that I can influence, meaning I want to, you know, do this many sets. Yeah. I want to, uh, I want to work on the act this much. I want to write this much a day. Yeah. I want to um, increase. Uh, I want to do this many posts. I want to build a mailing list. Yes. I want to start a podcast. These are things yes. that are in my control. Yes, can and I, that's a shift. You know, it's a hundred percent a shift. I've shifted from being a, uh, from being a, a what is it? I, Independent contractor, which mm-hmm. is really what we are. We're going to bring you in to do comedy. 100%. So I want to be the owner, right? And in my head, it went from saying, I, I used to say this, I want to be able to do any club in America. Now it's shifted to, I don't want to do any club in America. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to do any club in America. If Kevin Hart does a club date, guess what? He lost money. That's crazy. If he does a club date, yeah. he lost money. If imagine if he did a club weekend, how much he Kevin, Hart, Kevin Hart has reached that level of famous where he works out the new material in theaters. In theater, he comes down from stadiums. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what you know. That's what I want to do. No, dude, I'm I I hear you. Then yeah. that's that has been you know the gatekeepers eventually will then come to you. Yes, if yes. you have you know the the following because yes. then they want and the game has changed you know in our and in, in not in my career lifetime but in my lifetime it went from networks and uh clubs saying we recognize something in you we will make a career for you yes as opposed to us now if you have a following and whatever it may they be come they come you. and they and they say you help us yes 100 percent. it's an interesting let me ask you this let me shift real quick yeah the, all the talk, you know, I love the the shirt that you sell. The, yeah. It's never too late to pursue your dreams. Yeah. And you see it in the mirror. You 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 talk about it on social media a lot. How do you talk to your daughter about it? And uh, how old is she? Yeah, so my daughter's five, so yeah. she doesn't get it yet. Yeah. She doesn't get it yet. And but so she my, sees it. So there's got to be, Daddy, where are you going? You know, like, there's there's gonna, she knows what you do for her. She living. knows what I do. And sometimes... The things that I don't give her credit for because I think she's too young to get, she gets. Mm. So she now says, Daddy is famous. She now yeah. says, Daddy is on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she really appreciates it. She really does. Um, and so that's why, again, whatever level of, of, of success I get, she will have seen it grow. Yeah. And that's seriously, at a core level, 
outside of food, water, shelter protection. Other than that, the number one thing we can do as a parent mm. is teach our children to never stop growing and reaching. Mm. I think, and, and this is um, not only a, 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 a product of African-American families, I think it's a product of lower income families. And lower income families are just so focused on surviving that the idea of doing what you love is so far-fetched. Does that make sense? Yeah, if absolutely. I don't have food, right? And so, and I'm not going to make this whole historical anthropology, but so what happened, what slavery did for so many people, slavery and then Jim Crow and then just being broke, is it stopped an uh, entire group of people of learning how to dream. Mm. It, and that is institutional racism. That is generational, mm. right? My, I, this, and I love my parents to death. It makes the dream language that much more symbolic. It, it does. Mm. It does. And, and my, I think I have the best parents in the world, but my parents r- rarely sat me down and said, what do you love? Hmm. Rarely sat me down and said, they, they sat me down, and, and God bless them, they did their best. They said, hey, go to college, and we're going to help you get to college, and get a job, and get married. And then after that, it was like, that's it. Yeah. And I did it at 24, and like, well, wh- where's the rest of the map? Yeah. They taught you, though, the other part that we're talking about, which yeah. is the sacrifice. Yes, and that's what yes. I got from my single dad. I was raised by a single dad. Okay. And you, we never once talked about dreams yeah. or career. It was, you know, you go to college because yeah. no one in our family had. Yeah. My sister and I were the first two Nickersons to go to college. Wow. Uh, and I got better grades than her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. But I still take that now because I saw the overtime that he works yes. working for the airline union. Yes. So it's still there, but yeah. there was that other half that was lacking. That's a, that's a great way to put it because what I saw from my dad, what I got from dad is go to work every day. Hmm. You're you're a man, go to work. And every he did. Day. And he did. Yeah. Every day. And he was up early. He was an early riser, so he'd be by six thirty. He was gone. Yeah. I got that from dad. What I got from mom. Mom was more. Um, artistic and, and, and loving and is more loving and not loving it's just different kind of ways to show blah 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 but you're right so it's ways that I can apply what they both have taught me which yeah. is a ton even if you're not thinking about it it's even just there if you're not, yeah you know what you just my parents Mr. Miyagi you need, to, you need to call your parents right now I do and say I was just they, talking to this guy Dustin <laughs> they taught me paint the fence <laughs> them <laughs> they just Mr. Miyagi the shit out of me <laughs> They just waxed on, waxed off. I didn't even know it. Thanks, yeah. Mom and Dad. I see them this week. I'm in Greensboro. They're coming down. They're still super supportive. Uh, yeah, that's At 70 or 71. Oh, Dude, man. I do um, the Bahamas every year, mm. and they've come down the last two years. We're just going to come. That's beautiful. Yeah, they're great. They're the best. I, you know what you're on the hook now for, though, and I think about this as a as a parent, Yeah, is I can't, I can't really be critical of my kids' career choices. No. <laughs> I can't. No. I, I, I have to let them do whatever they want to do. But then again... Because I'm up here telling jokes. But uh, isn't that the good... Th- isn't that freedom, though? It is. But that's it's also... Freedom. I'm like, yeah, they might live with me for a while. Because that's the reality. It, I can't... That's the shift. I, I think our set is like, I'll tell you to work hard. Yeah. But I also understand that there'll be sacrifice involved and you need to care for it. But my childhood was like raised you know me and my sister worked at 16 as yeah. soon as you can get a job you get a car you're out of the house you go to college wow you never come back really and it wasn't that Where's he didn't love us live now? and with us yeah. does he? <laughs> he does he sticks with us he wow lives. we switched this up i've never thought about that until right now i literally the man had hip surgery this week i've been taking him back and forth from oh, the hospital okay cleaning his wound oh man yeah and uh God almighty. yeah it's funny how things turn and he kicked me out at 18 did he 
Oh, Dad. Not really. I went how's, to school. How's the hip going? It's going to be time to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in there. It's that I can't budge that thing. I can't. Oh. Yeah, it's a, but that's the thing. Like if my kid says, you know, I don't, I don't want to go to college. I don't know that that's for me. I want to be an artist. I want to be a musician. I want to be whatever it may be. I have to encourage it. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, I can help put some, you know, some rails around yeah. it. Uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I say this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna suggest it over and over to my daughter. But not just at 18. I'm gonna do it the entire journey. Is figure out what you love. And sometimes that path is a whole bunch of traveling on daddy's dime, and you know, go and volunteer. So I heard a saying, and I can't remember who said it. Say, I want to make enough where my kids don't have to work, but not so much that they don't work. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I hear that. And let's be honest, that's what we did at Open Mics. We were just volunteering. That's it, 100%. <laughs> Dude, come on. The first. Uh, that's a better point, way to put it. Years, I'm not going to Open Mic tonight. I'm, I'm volunteering. volunteering. I'm supporting the community. That's it, 100%. <laughs> I can log some hours. I, I remember getting an argument. I know we got to close. I remember getting an argument with a girl. She said, why, are you, why do you go to Open Mics and do free shows? And I said, because if I don't do free shows, I will have no paid gigs yeah, ever. Yeah. If I don't go to free shows, I have no shows. No, zero. There's no shows. <laughs> There's no, I mean, we still work for free. Yeah. Constantly. Didn't get it. Didn't yeah. Get it. I, I, but, but what you really, what, what you. The only thing that I'll tell them not to do is don't be a comedian. That's the only one. <laughs> no. Listen, but I went know, this route and unless you need this, yes. don't do this. Well, that, and that's the thing. Daughters, especially, whatever you tell them not to do, they do. Don't yeah. date a black guy. They do. <laughs> right? I don't tell them that, man. They, that's... Please don't because they yeah. will bring one home. I've seen it happen. I've been. <laughs> I love how you make it seem like that's a problem. Like oh, that's my biggest fear. No, no, no. I'm just saying I've been daughter's revenge for a lot of girls. All right? For a lot of girls. I'm like, well, I'm bringing you home strictly to piss that What's up, Mr. Anderson? Yeah. <laughs> did you really like like hood it up too? Like you come in like a do rag? You just kind of, or did you come in like you know nicely? Well, it was high school. You're wearing so, an NWA shirt. No, I was I was more like uh, Urkel in high school. Oh, were you? Yeah, I wasn't cool. Okay. I mean, I thought I was, but I wasn't cool. That's hard to believe. I wasn't. There's no one better dressed in comedy than you. Well, that's good. Yeah. Thank you. I'll I see your that. mug with your little. <laughs> Your little hat on the side of the <laughs> the Laugh Factory on Sunset, wearing his little fedora. Yeah, I, I've gotten into it now. I'm into my, and it's a part of your brand and all that now. So now it's, it's known. This is it. Yeah, but you're you're going for the you know working man's white guy. <laughs> There's not a working man's I, black I, comic. I, who who is it? Who's the working man's black comic? I don't know. MCL. Who? Mark Christopher Lawrence. No, I mean famous face. I mean Mark. <laughs> no, that sounded bad. Mark is famous. Mark is way more work done a thousand times more than the working man. I meant, I meant on a level of comedy. Godfrey, you think? I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're just saying black names at this point. Is that even a comic? (laughs) Yeah, Godfrey. Godfrey. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah, Godfrey's hilarious. By the way, if you hadn't seen it, that guy kills. God Almighty, his special was so good. Dude, those those seller comics, those New York guys, they're just like a different level chops. I saw him do Sacramento and do three. Different show, three different hours in the same weekend. What Godfrey? What it's are you saying? What, what are you doing right now? You just trying to make us feel bad? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> and all three were great. I yeah, like, yeah. Like, okay, you so your third best hour <laughs> is better than my best hour, <laughs> right? Ever. <laughs> Time to keep grinding. Ten years. Yeah, that's what I, I need to do. Like you, you do you. have those guys. Write. Well, you're gonna write. <laughs> I'm sure that you should. <laughs> I'm gonna write every day. I need to write as much as as I. But. I, I'm not gonna make excuses. I need to write. Right. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I, I I'll tell you this though, and, and we can end on this. I sure. I do admire what you're doing. I you think too, that, man. um, I think that I'm, 
naturally more I think to where the the ten thousand hours, the I'm grinding out here yeah. on your sleeve and as publicly as you do I think it's admirable and I think that it's braver because I think the reasons that I don't yeah. is sometimes I don't want people to kind of see it. Yeah. I just kind of be like, you know, this is for me. Yeah. I don't because to, to show yourself and to say you have this goal and you have this dream and you have this ambition yeah. is to make yourself vulnerable yeah. to a, a public failure. Like, yeah. like I don't like talking about auditions that I'm doing or yeah. if I have the thing a thing coming up we were talking about earlier I don't like talking about that that's fair because if I don't get it I don't want people to know that's even though I can it. take the lesson and I can take the L but I think the way you're doing it uh, is the better way to do it because well, I, I think it's a better point of mind and I think what you start to realize is you are now the Kevin Hart types that are you're inspiring other people yeah, yeah. with your words maybe might be my actions as well people yeah. see the grind but I'm not out there preaching it in a yeah. way that actually inspires people so I think what you're doing is, is the way to no, do I it no I appreciate you saying that the only thing I would say is is I, pre I seriously appreciate you saying that um, you hit, hit it on the head my goal is while I'm doing it is to inspire people mm -hmm. it truly is and it inspires me too and it reminds me to do it but um and I so people I have a day job blah 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 and I've done well over a thousand PowerPoint presentations in my life <laughs> and, and none of them have I finished and somebody give me a hug and say thank you I needed that yeah but be honest how often does that happen to us yeah pretty and often yeah pretty often at least once a month somebody gives me and it's a big bear hug and it's mm -hmm. somebody you don't expect I was in Oklahoma and I thought a white dude was gonna punch me and he is big like look and he gave me a hug and he said man I needed that but so my point yeah. is um it I do it for me, but I do it for them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'd say, and just for as many of those you get, you yeah. get someone coming up and just be like, man, can you validate my parking? And can you <laughs> that's what happens <laughs> when you that, wear red. And that's the balance. That's what happens when you it's wear like, red. like, dude, that was really funny. This happened last night. Man, that was so funny. Where's the bathroom? And you're like, all right. Uh, Trenton, we got to go to a show. Thank you, man. Thanks hey, for being here. Thank you, guys. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you have not done so already, please rate and subscribe. Follow us on all the social medias and share with all of your friends. Also, if you want to shoot us a note, uh, you can email us at don'tmakemecomebacktheir at gmail.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and you have not done so already, please go back and listen to all the episodes we've done before. Thanks so much, everybody.